Welcome to Off the Bench for Kubota, powering Australia, and Bob Jane T-Marts, tyre and wheel specialists. Yeah, welcome to the program. Great to have your company wherever you are listening right around Australia. Benny Jones is my name. We've uh, called for a substitute. Scotty Sattler out of action. Uh, some NRL Nation calling duties beckon. So a very good replacement, mind you. A multiple premiership winner with the Canberra Raiders. A multiple representative with both Queensland and Australia. And I'm not working tonight. Well, I am now. Well, you are. You're no, on. I'm not calling the game with NRL Nation, obviously. No, you're not doing this out of the kindness of your heart. You're on the job, and it's great to have you here. Badge, Gary Belcher, what a big week. I hate to use the old cliche, it's been in rugby league, but it has. And, of course, uh, it was all around Wednesday night. What a belter that turned out to be at ANZ mm. Stadium. It was a fitting end to a, a, a series that it looked to, before it even began that it could have fizzled, given injuries and changes to Queensland. And Yeah. But uh, it... it it was enthralling, wasn't it? Queensland somehow won the first game uh, and then got smashed in game two. And a lot of people thought that would be the result again. Game yeah. three, New South Wales at home. How could Queensland possibly compete? Well, they nearly stole it. It was a, uh, it was a magnificent game, but what a finish. What a, yep. what a crazy, incredible finish that was. If there's ever any doubt that Origin is the biggest ticket in town, the biggest sporting event in Australia at this time of the year, it was put well and truly to bed. I think 10 million viewers... Channel 9. Is that right? for the night. 10. Put that in. It's almost half the population of Australia. Not quite, but almost half the population. We're tuned mm. in. Whether you are a Queenslander, whether you're from New South Wales, like me, a Victorian, of course, Western Australians would have caught the bug when that game was played over in Perth. Of course, there's a big league following in South. I mean, it's it's Nash, It's brilliant. It and, is. And, and you can see why yeah. they, Channel 9, want to leave it on a Wednesday and not play yeah. all three games on standalone weekends, which would be suitable in some ways. But the, there's, there's a lot of uh, money flowing into the game and into the players' pockets and everywhere else in the game yep. via TV rights. Well, with the greatest of respect to CSI Miami, uh, reruns of that on a Wednesday probably aren't clocking up $10 million. Don't cut so it. They want the origin there. That said, we did love the Sunday standalone. That's a uh, topic for another day, but we've got lots to discuss. On Off the Bench, the NRL News of the Week. Stack of it. Absolute stack of it. We will just start briefly with Wednesday because we are going to pull this apart in more detail a little later on in the program, Badge Man. But so, sorry, can I just quickly interrupt? You have. I, I just <laughs> I had to check an email because it was some stuff that we'd sent between each other sure. today, and then I get an email. This I don't know if this and completely off sport. Does this annoy everyone else? Everything you do now, if you you buy something, whatever you do, you get an email that says, "How did we go?" Oh, follow us. I've just sent a parcel with Australia Post, <laughs> and they've sent me an email. How did we go? We'd appreciate you take a few minutes to yeah. tell us. It. It's Australia Post. I went to the post office and sent it, and then this <laughs> this survey expires in ten days. Like yeah. my phone's going to explode if I yeah. don't do it. You're under the pump. What is? You know what it is, on? badge. And we are off topic. This is why I'm but, reluctant yeah. to give my email address or phone number. <laughs> To anyone, they go, have you got an email address? I go, no. They look at me like, of course you have. Give it to us. No, I don't want to give it to you. All You're just going to annoy me. They're all watching you, Badge. They're oh, all they, watching you. They are, I think. No, we, we live in that generation now of uh, instant feedback and gratification. Everyone wants to know they're doing a good job. It's no, social media. A company is paid by Australia Post to say to them, oh, well, you got seven, eight, you know, you got oh, yeah. 70% of yeah. people vote, gave you an eight out of 10 and yep. 30% of people gave you... That's all it is. What happened to the good old days? Oh, the no. great old days, Badge, where you would take something to the post office, you would, you would label it, you would address it to who it needs to go to, you would leave it with said postie, just assuming 
knowing would, that it would get to the other end. And no, you didn't no have to answer asked. a survey. No. And if you don't like their service, you go to someone else. You go to a... A, a, uh, a, what are they called? A curious yeah. service. This is off the bench, by the way. We are okay. talking some <laughs> footy uh, amongst uh, some of Badger's gripes about uh, modern society. But uh, let's talk about Wednesday night. Now, Now, Daddy Cherry Evans uh, played a great... I mean, Queensland were terrific. Uh, looked down and out, 20 points to eight with 12, 13 minutes left on the clock. Well, Michael Morgan gets knocked into next week by his own teammates uh, in Joshua Maguire. You just thought at that stage, well, maybe the Blues will just go and put a little icing on the cake. I, I thought so. I was with you, mate. I yeah. thought I thought we, Queensland was going, and I say we, but I, I, Queensland was going to get uh, another couple of tries, even more in that last bit of play because yep. that New South Wales side well, was full of running momentum. Yeah, I've got to say though, mm. I, 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 I'm, I'm thinking they should have gone upstairs for the Josh Adokarno try, where the ball was stripped out of Jack White, and yeah, that would have put Queensland to bed, would have put them out of reach. However, they stayed in touch. Uh, Josh Maguire slid over. He did for his try, and then. That uh, that strip by um, Ethan Lowe that yeah, led chase to, down and the led to yep. the Papali try and I couldn't believe it. And he kicked the goal low and I went, we're in this. Yeah, absolutely. And it wasn't much long later we were out of it. So we will talk more about that game a little later on in the program. Of course, there's so many elements of it to pick apart. New South Wales take the spoils, winning the series two games to one. From a club point of view, it, look with the greatest respect to the other 15 sides and even you know the other 16 players that will run out for the Melbourne Storm on Saturday night. It is about one man. It's an incredible achievement. Cameron Smith, who's done everything you can do in rugby league, whether it's for club, state or country, he gets to a milestone that many people may have thought previously was unreachable. 400 games at NRL level. And that's badge without even counting his origin, his national games, uh, all-star matches, yeah. Pre-season Another friendly. Yeah, exactly. Tack games. them all on. Um, there was a great little photo. I, you, I know you saw this badge, and, and even Sat sent me the uh, photo earlier this morning. Um, they had a bit of fun in Melbourne, being an AFL-centric city that it is. They actually wheeled out uh, the uh, AFL players that have reached the 400-game milestone. Of Michael which, Tuck. I remember that. I'm gonna, yeah, test your trivia here. You, yeah. Brent Harvey. Yep, he's the record holder. Who's the guy that just got sacked? <laughs> Kevin Bartlett. Kevin Bartlett. Yeah, and oh, big tall. What's his name? Fletcher. Dustin, Dustin Fletcher. Fletcher. Brilliant by you, Bash. And there was no notes in front of me. Can you no. believe that, Benny? No, no, I kept that. But I did. Clear. I did read that closely and looked at those names and yeah. those guys and recognize and thought, wow, that's a special club. Are they the only four? Only four in, in the in, in the hundred and thirty year history of the VFL slash AFL. Yeah, that have Gee. reached that mark. Boomer now you guys four sixty or something. I know you guys will suggest that. Well, there's four of them only. It's because NRLs a much tougher sport. To no, because they're four times as good. The AFL players. It is. It is an incredible feat to think that someone could do it in our in our gladiatorial sport. And yeah. I don't think anyone really can work out how Cameron Smith is so resilient. <laughs> yeah, playing in the middle, um, making you know forty fifty tackles a game, touching the ball more than any other. Doesn't player. shy away from it. Yeah, um, that's right. So, so, but even if there weren't the contact injuries and the uh, you know the um, the big the bumps and bruises. What about the soft tissue injuries from mm. hamstring tears? You know, you get in your thirties, your late thirties, and you start your, your calves go tight and your hamstring. I I just I find it incredible. And whilst he has said there'll be more, mm. and I guess it's going that way because we have more three hundred gamers. I can't work out who is going to be. I, there's yeah. no one you could put in front of me now that's currently playing that I would say with any confidence. No, he will play. Well, he will play 400 because every young player you look at now, all of them, 
they, they've just about all had an, an early injury that's mm. kept them out for you know a few weeks. It's an amazing achievement, and it'll be an amazing night, uh, of course, uh, in Melbourne, who do really mark milestone games almost as well, if not better than any other club in the NRL. Hard to argue against uh, Dave Donaghy, their uh, their CEO's call that it's the biggest game of rugby league, of NRL ever in Melbourne, and NRL is not state of origin. NRL no, no. is no, as no. our club competition. We'll separate the two. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's going no, to be huge. Right. Well, it's absolutely huge. I can't think of... They played uh, it. big games, Anzac games. Anzac and, and grand final qualifiers. You said that, yeah. Preliminary yep. final, grand final qualifiers. However, this is... Um, just means that little bit more, I it think. It does. Uh, the Sharks are their opponents, and uh, as if that wasn't written in the stars, if anyone likes to spoil a party, it's going to be Cronulla, uh, and they'll be adamant that it's, uh, well, a great moment for Cam Smith. There are still two points on the line, so we'll uh, watch that one with interest, and of course, we'll get Badge's tip on it a little bit later in the program as well. But Badge, let's not overlook two other absolute stalwarts of the game who are reaching the very significant milestone of 300 games this weekend. Gavin Cooper at the North Queensland Cowboys, Benji Marshall at the West Tigers. Yes. Two ornaments to the game. It's just unfortunate that their moment in the sun has arrived in the same weekend. That yeah, Cam well, one, one an out-and-out superstar in Benji who's been a, um, a standout for a long time and had a bit of a sabbatical away from the game, went and played rugby and lost his way. And I, I thought his career was at the top in NRL, was finished the way he played. He, he really lost... Um, I, I don't know. It, it just He wasn't the kind of the player. He couldn't be the player that he was when he was early in his career, but he kept trying to play that way. Um, he had some time off. He came back via the Broncos, and that was, for me, that uh, time he spent under Wayne Bennett yeah. was really important. Where Wayne, I think, showed him how to, how to play as a senior player and, and be a game manager and use those skills to his, the best of his ability and then let the other stuff you know unfold in some games as it would he doesn't bring out the big step and you know the brilliant you know 40 meter cutout passes and flick passes much anymore doesn't yeah. need to yep. but they'll, they'll those occasions will arise was i overhearing incorrectly it might have been yourself it might have been sat's discussion around his name being thrown around as the first non-australian future immortal maybe uh maybe yeah, yeah, debatable. Certainly debatable. Yeah. Um, I'm, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sit here and go, oh, that's an absolute certainty. It's one for maybe, but a few years after he retired. Yeah, they've had some amazing players. Yeah, in New Zealand as yep. well. And and has he is he is he better than see Stacey Jones is the one that always yeah. stands out. People, Ruben Wiki played a lot of uh, a lot of great footy, and you know Mark Graham was recently inducted into the uh, the Hall of Fame. He was too. So. Yeah. There's a few there that uh, could be it. And Gavin Cooper at the other end of yeah. the spectrum, pretty low profile, very low profile. I just snuck up on me. If you'd, hmm. you, know, you, you know, when I heard that he was playing his three hundred, I thought, really? I didn't know he was up around that mark. But it's a, it's a special time for him too. Good on you, Gav. Yeah, well done to both uh, Benji, Gav, and of course Cameron Smith goes without saying on the 400 and the 300 game milestones respectively. Just before we get stuck uh, into uh, a little other element of the show where we look to the weekend and some of the big games coming up, Big week for the Broncos. Off the back of a big win on the weekend uh, where they surprised everyone, and I'm not going to use the term that a lot of the papers have been running with badge because I know it hurts you. Uh, But uh, they've also backed that up, the win over the Sharks, with the re-signing of a couple of really important players for their uh, their short to mid-term future, and they've um, tucked them away for the next three seasons. Yes, uh, Matthew Lodge, who's been in negotiations for a long time, as has Tevita Pangai, and both of them signing three-year deals for something like six or $700,000 a year, not to be sneezed at. Apparently, Matt Lodge had a lot more on offer from the Warriors. So they've both re-signed. Um, important to the club. Tevita Pang, timing's everything. Tevita Pangai, a couple of weeks ago, was you know kind of people going well, what happened to that great early season form yeah. we saw we but we saw a um, a much 
better performance, uh, a big real leadership um, effort against the Sharks last week. And uh, surprise, surprise, we better sign this guy. And, and that's his challenge. He's a young man, so let's not um, heap too much onto him. Mm. But it's that, that gap between his best and his worst is just narrowing that to the level that your Jason Talmalolos can do. And yes. You know that when they run out, you're, you're going to get at least an eight. Often you'll get a 10, but you won't often get lower than an 8. And this is where coaching comes into it as well. Yep. I mean, players' motivation, personal motivation is important, but that's where coaches have to yep. learn to get the best out of players as often as possible. Some yes. players, you don't, have to, you don't have to worry about that. Cameron Smith, obviously motivated. He's up there every week. But from what I know about Tevita Pangai, he can, uh, he can go missing a little bit. Needs a bit of a rocket. Needs a, no, he needs something. He might need love. I don't know what he needs, but yeah. whatever it is, he needs some um, something to help him play better, more consistently. It's time for the Friday night NRL preview. Sure is. Thanks to Kubota, uh, their diesel generators, the serious backup power, and we love having Bob Jane Tmart's on board as well. The tire and wheel specialist Gary Belcher. I know you shop nowhere else but Bob Jane for your tire needs. Not that you burn through too many uh, sets of them. No, I'm a very conservative up, driver I've these been days. Ipswich burnout for <laughs> yeah, ages. Exactly. Hey, um, let's talk about tonight's uh, big game. Well, there's two big games, but we're going to talk about the second, uh, which will be getting underway in about an hour, hour and a half's time. Uh, the Newcastle Knights take on the Canterbury Bankstown Bulldogs at sixth versus sixteenth on the table. So, in uh, that sense, it looks pretty lopsided at McDonald Jones Stadium. Knights go in favourites, but um, Badge, you've dug up a stat that may have uh, Newcastle fans a little nervy. The Dogs have won four or five of the last clashes between the sides at Newcastle. Wow. At Newcastle. Oh, the last start between them, the Knights won, but in Newcastle, yeah, the Bulldogs have got a really good record. Odd, I it, think it's yeah. five. They, um, so they're, they'll, uh, on the back of that, you'd say they'll be more than competitive. I think they'll be competitive and have a bit of a go tonight. Um, three players backing up. For probably yeah, for we, the uh, the Newcastle Knights. We'll find out soon enough. Yeah, yeah Clemmer yeah. and Saifidi, as well as Mitchell Pearce. Mm. Tricky a couple of nights later, but um, you know they should still be feeling pretty chuffed about wow. how they went. Hopefully, they didn't get on the source too much on Wednesday night. I well, had a couple. Well, well, on that note, and just to briefly extend on it, Badge. I mean, you talk about the the, the difficulty of having to back up a couple of days later, but the fact that they were involved in a winning series, they, they take that. All momentum, that that excitement and that enthusiasm. In look I for the found f- Friday night easier to back up than yeah. Saturday or Sunday because you're still you're still on a high. You haven't really started to. The plummet. blood's still pumping a bit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, and and look at you know as far as you know the first forty minutes. Don't think that'll be a problem. They may feel the effects sort of midway through the second half, but you probably would anyway. They feel sore. They're, yeah, it, it just yeah, they'll be feeling it and just have to try to drag their way through. Good management is required as far as far as uh, Nathan Brown goes with the, those yeah. big men, especially how long. Can you leave them out there for? Now, the dogs clearly don't have as many concerns on that front. Uh, and they also don't have the concern of worrying about Kalen Ponga. He's still out with injury. Mm. Uh, still a week or two, maybe about that length away from returning. So based on what we know, and obviously now that we're post-origin badge, just your, your quick thoughts on who wins this just, one and why? Oh, Knights, um, Bulldogs, I just don't think they've got the firepower. But mm. perhaps they will. Dallin Wattenis and Lesney are starting to look better at the back there and getting those combinations going with his with his halves, mind you, new look halves. Jack Cogger, former knight, is at halfback for the uh, the Bulldogs and this young Brandon Wakeham. So you need to get those combinations. But Dallin is not really a passing fullback. He's a running fullback. Yeah. So I feel like you can zone, zone in against a guy like that with, uh, with more defenders and not worry about leaving a bit of space on the outside when he's carting the ball back. Um, 
I think the, the Knights, yep. in the end, comfortably. Well, we know the Dogs will be desperate for, for many reasons. Uh, a, they just want to get back on the winner's list. But uh, B, assuming Penrith, in the game that's currently underway, do the right thing by them and knock off the Titans, they know a win can get them off the bottom of the table. Well, they, they, it's just a psychological start, they've thing. They've just yeah. had a bye, haven't they? But before that, yep. they defeated the Sharks. Yeah. So, yep. so they have a little bit of winning form coming yep. in. Uh, more off the bench to come uh, right after this for Kubota Diesel Generators, Powering Australia and Bob Jane T-Mart's Tyre and Wheel Specialist. Up next, we're going to head back to Wednesday night. We're going to relive it all again. Maybe not all of it, Badge. We'll just um, maybe go over the, the good bits. The, the, good, <laughs> the, good Some, bits. the, big, the, the ba- very the exciting bits. bits. They were great. Uh, off the bench uh, right around Australia. We're going to talk origin right after this. This is Off The Bench for Kubota, Powering Australia and Bob Jane T-Mart's Tire and Wheel Specialists. This is Off The Bench for Kubota Diesel Generators for serious backup power. And Bob Jane T. Marks, tyre and wheel specialists. Yeah, that they are indeed. Hurry up into their stores as well. End of financial year deals are on now at Bob Jane T. Marts. Uh, now we're into July. We're flying through 2019. Kubota Diesel Generators, they're powering Australia as well. Benny Jones alongside Gary Belcher. Plenty of show ahead. We're going to talk origin in a moment. We're also going to get some uh, Makita Power Players nominated for what has been a new, uh, huge weekend in sport. And round 17 tips. We'll get those from Badge as well. Let's get stuck into this, though. Uh, it is generally a Thursday night review, but for the sake of well, tonight's show, we'll make it a Wednesday one. Let's go with our Thursday night NRL review. Yeah. Go back 24 hours, Wednesday night, NRL review. Uh, and this all thanks to Kubota and Bob Jane teammates, as well as Mrs. Max, Blues or Maroons. Well, Mrs. Max wins, and it was the Blues who got the job done as well. Origin Game 3, just before we uh, pick apart some of the big moments and uh, some of the fallout from what was an incredible series from go to woe, uh, let's have a listen to some of the highlights, thanks to our NRL Nation call team. But he's back into the contest with 20 Cook. minutes remaining. Cook, he's got support as well. Damien Cook gets to the fullback. He will not need support. The big guns for the Blues are standing up. Damien Cook goes all the way, scores next to the post, and New South Wales with the biggest lead of the match. New South Wales 18, Queensland 8 kick to come, right on the hour mark, and little Damien Cook carves them up. It's starting to play in his hands now, this game. Damien Cook, we spoke about it at halftime, that tired Queensland players, Damien Cook comes into the game. On the right-hand side, he had Tedesco, but he just beats the fullback, Cameron Munster, all by himself. What an effort, what a what a play from Cook at a crucial part of the game. Oh, it's just a lazy marker F from David Fafita, who's one of the fresh players on the field. He took a little grab at Damien Cook, tried to grab the back of his jersey. Cook threw a little dummy and a swivel, went straight up the middle of the park. Wrap around the under pressure in New South Wales. Kafusi flicks it out the back. The Daily Cherry Evans must score Queensland. Oh, Norman can't get there. They had to score. Tom Tramojevic with a try saver. Two metres out, Hunt. He flings it away now, Maguire. I don't think he was supposed to get it. He's looking for a player and he sets it up now, Maguire. He's still charging, Maguire. He'll leap there and score, but I've got grave concerns. There's a double movement. Momentum takes Josh Maguire into the oh, end goal. It's a try. Game on Queensland. Queensland are never gone. They are never gone. They'll score a try next to the post. It's about to be 20 points to 12. Here it comes now, yes. 
Maguire scores the try. Daly Cherry Evans got a shocking pass, but he brings it down. Here comes Papali! Papali goes through! Oh. He scores the try! And Ethan Lowe, who remarkably gets Queensland back in the game with a charge down, he's got the biggest kick of his life coming up. There's three and a half minutes remaining. New South Wales 20, Queensland 18, and Ethan Lowe kicked 10 metres to the right of the post. Wait here for a moment. This is the biggest stat. Can he get two points? Here comes Ethan Lowe. He moves in. It's a big kick. And confident pressure. Some get eaten by it. 20 all at ANZ Stadium. New South Wales and Queensland. Two minutes, 10 to go. All right, here we go. They send it wide down. It goes away to Tommy Turbo. Links up with Ferguson. He's talking down the touchline. He gets away from one Ferguson. He's got some points. Let's go. The pass went a bit long. No. No. He scores the try. They have stolen this New South Wales. In one of the most remarkable finishes, and wanted that man to score it. James Tedesco, there is 20 seconds remaining. The Blacksies Blues are hysterical, but they want to check this out. You can't believe this. The Blues might have stolen it. Did Ferguson put a foot out? No. I'm hoping that's the only thing that could have happened there because there's nothing else wrong with that try. Desperate stuff. And the man who, without doubt, in my opinion, will win the Wally Lewis medal, James Sedesco, scores the try. The winning try. New South Wales retain the shield. So there you go. Drama right to the last second. So close. Sorry you had to relive all of that. Um, decided at the death. One of the great origin tries. we not tries. play that again? Oh, we won't. For not, for a while. The, not for the rest of this show, anyway. Oh, thank you. But one of the great origin matches, and it was, um, you know, I won't say it was a perfect series from start to finish, but it, it, it got the finish it deserved. And I think that's, even as a new, from a neutral point of view, that's what you would have hoped for. Mm. Clearly, from a Queensland point of view, hope it goes the other way. But it was an yeah. enthralling first half. It was. And, and Queensland, you know, despite sort of being on the back foot for the first five or ten minutes, found a way to score uh, at their first chance. And I thought they're going to hang on. It'll be 8 nil, or sorry, 8 2 at half time. Uh, and then the Blues get back in. It went into halftime. And, and apparently very, very few State of Origin games have been level at halftime. Yeah, I would okay. have there'd be plenty. So yeah, I think everyone went in with a few mixed feelings, what's going to happen. But Queensland, Jesus, their second half, first 15 or 20 was ordinary. Wasn't flash. On halftime, uh, there's been a lot of talk around the traps about uh, whether the officials may have been a little over-officious in the first half uh, badge and that that certainly seemed to quieten down a lot in the second half. Yep. Now, Graham Annesley, the head of football, has come out and said, well, there was no no instruction. I didn't go down there into the tunnel at half time and say, hey, boys, put the whistle away. But they look at the numbers. So you were telling oh, me they look at the so, numbers. Well, look, I know in the past that refs have said, well, what's the penalty count? And that... That annoys the hell out of me because should be irrelevant. What really. is why is that relevant yeah. at all? It's it's relevant to people watching. Going, gee, they're blowing the pee out of the whistle. It depends on what they're blowing it for. We're both sides trying. See if they don't blow penalties, you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. Yeah. And and one team, you know, the, the losing team will often go, well, the Maroons were all over us in the play of the ball and they wouldn't penalise them. So they 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 did blow and they tried to open the game up. Maybe what they did in the first half sent a great message to the players and they and the game did open up. Maybe it wasn't just about the referees being over-officious and putting the, the whistle away in the second. Maybe the players were a little bit more disciplined. Mm. So anyway, it's, uh, fortunately it did open up in the second half and um, 
for New South Wales initially, oh, honestly, as I said earlier, I thought they were going to run away with it when they got out to 28 on the it? back of, of Damien Cook's try. What a, yeah. Oh, isn't he, he lightning well, out well, of there? His speed uh, and just his willingness to just, when I say create, of course, anyone who plays in his role, that's their job to create. But he, he, just, he almost forces the issue. He, he forces his teammates to, to actually think quicker He's to so keep quick. up with him. I haven't gone that quick since I... <laughs> Jumped off the 10-metre dive tower at Centenary Pool when I was, and that was 15. And that was gravity. That, that was, was quick, yeah. That was gravity <laughs> taking over. Hey, uh, we never like to see injuries in origin, uh, but because it's so brutal and it's just an incredibly gladiatorial sport, they do happen. Unfortunately for Michael Morgan, the way he got injured um, was unfortunate to say the least. Josh Maguire, uh, two, two sort of men in a three-man tackle just coming to basically meet each other. Unfortunately, it was... I think it was almost the elbow slash bicep of yeah. uh, Joshy Maguire that just got him right in the sweet spot, and he was. Well, he I was wonder in a bad if way. the fact that he had a concussion a couple of weeks before wouldn't have helped had any bearing on that. Now, now there's there's got to be a lot of concern around Michael Morgan because two concussions in the space of what, ten days. Well, Luke Keary's a recent example. He ended up very, missing six weeks, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. very uh, concerning. Yeah, and they they oh, I think they'll just have to put him on long term. Rest until he can prove absolutely. That he's absolutely yeah, right. yeah, player but of his value. It's a worry. Yeah. Uh, also, Wade Graham, who didn't come on till fairly late and nah. hurt his hammy. Bit of a shame that because yeah. his story, uh, the way he's worked his way back from other long-term injuries to get mm. another crack, basically off the back of two club games, wasn't it? He was he was brought back That's into right. the. Well, he's played three, three now. But he, yeah. Um, yeah, off the back of two games, you're right, and he he's now going to miss three or four. Yeah. Bit of a blow to the He's going to be fresh that. for the finals. That's yeah. good news, <laughs> exactly. Sharkies, if you get there. Hey, um, from a coaching point of view, two from two for Freddie. First time uh, that uh, they've won consecutive series since back in 2005, now New South Wales. But from a Queensland point of view, uh, it was great to hear from Kevin Walters. We know that he was contracted for next series in 2020 anyway. But, of course, there's always talk. There's always whispers around NRL circles. There's a bit of stuff going on at the Titans. But he was adamant after the game. He said... We've made some huge improvements this series. Off the back of making some in 2018, he wants to be there to see where that leads them in 2020. And 2016 and 2017, when they won those yep. series, uh, they have made a lot of improvements. And, and put it all into context, Queensland were going to be beaten 3-0 in a lot of people's yeah. books, minds this year. Given the state of the strength of New South Wales, the, the, the quality of players they've had to leave out... Hmm. And Queensland at times were almost battling to find a team. You know, they've players out of position. Michael Morgan in the centres, Moses Embai playing in the centres, trying to find front rowers, having to blood players. You know, since he took over four years ago, and and that was sort of the end of that era uh, in the next couple of years. Starting to, Smith yeah, retiring, come to for a lot of those guys. retiring, yeah, Thurston retiring. Greg Inglis has played a play. semi Thiday been there for a long time. A lot of very, very... Good players, Corey Parker, a few years ago. Yep. So in that time, he's he's blooded twenty one players, <laughs> one in every position, mm. plus another four. Yeah. So it's, when you put it like that, it's it's, it's a, a fair change. That's the a guard, turnover. Yeah, yeah. That's a big turnover. Not many players left from uh, a few years ago, and then he loses Matt Gillett, his most experienced player, uh, just a couple of days out from the game. Yeah. So it's in that context. Queensland did very, very yeah. well to go so close and oh, almost snatch it. Bring on 2020, I say. Uh, game one can't come around quick enough. Uh, feeding hungry Australians for over 65 years. If it's not a Mrs. Max, take it back. Uh, we'll get to a very quick break. Uh, coming up next, Badge, you're going to nominate, well, not one, but two 
Makita Power players. Looking forward to that. We'll get ourselves a Queensland Racing update and also find out who Badge likes when it comes to Round 17 Club Footy. Yep, we're back into it. The 2019 NRL season heading towards the pointy end. We'll do that and plenty more. Thanks to our great friends at Bob Jane T-Marts, Tyron Wheel Specialists and Kubota Diesel Generators for serious backup power. You're listening to Off The Bench for Kubota, Powering Australia and Bob Jane T-Marks, Tyre and Wheel Specialists. It's time to nominate a Makita Power Player, Makita's Cordless Power Garden Range, when power means business. Oh, gee, it's bloody good, this Makita Cordless Power Garden Range. Not that I'm any good on the tools badge, I can uh, guarantee you that, but if I was going to buy some tools to get work done in the garden. I'm getting a Makita. <laughs> World's largest range, over 200 tools on the one battery. Who you got for me, mate? Makita Power Players. I'll let you plural it. Well, one's a player and one's a coach now, but uh, yeah. it was the Freddie and Teddy show. <laughs> I like it. Really, wasn't it? On yeah. uh, on Wednesday night, when it all said and done, James Tedesco had an irresistible case to be named the Wally Lewis medalist. Best player in the world right now? He had that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he had that before the game. Yep. He had he almost had it wrapped up before the game. By yep. half time, it was gee, this guy's going well. And certainly, with the uh, exclamation mark at the end with him scoring that try, there was no doubt at all he was winning the Wally Lewis Medal. And Brad Fitlow hasn't mm. uh, hasn't he done well? Two years at the helm, two wins straight up. Mind you, Kevy Walters was there two two years ago, won his first two series, and Freddie admitted he's uh, he's been quite lucky with his timing with all of those star Queenslanders retiring. But it's you still well. He, he's worked very hard. Luck's only and, luck if you make it count. Yep, and he's prepared to, to back himself, and he comes up with a few kooky ideas, uh, we think, but yeah. it's working for his team. They're all playing for each other. He's not my power player, but can I, just on the back of what you said about James Tedesco, and not a word of argument with me about that, uh, best fullback across the series, best fullback in the world, best player in the world, arguably, but a little bit of love for his opposing number one on Wednesday night, Cam Munster, because there was so much conjecture and doubt as to whether... Not that whether he'd be able to fill the role, but whether he'd have the tank, the athletic ability to go for 80 minutes. Mm. His first half, oh, I mean, if you'd stop the game right there and then, he was player of player of the night. Probably, or Josh or, Papali, but he in, was in up the mix. there. He yeah, was certainly yeah. in the mix. He, um, he was great. He was very, very good. I never had any doubt about about uh, Cameron Munster, and they're talking about, oh, will he have will he have the engine to run? Well, he, he's playing up in the defensive line. Mm. He's a running 5'8", who likes to play on both sides of the park, and he makes 25, 30 tackles a game if, if, the, if it's coming his way, if he has to. So I didn't think there was going to be too many problems with him keeping up with the pace of it. And, he, and it's not like it was his first origin either. No, no. He's no. thrust into that. His first origin he, a couple of years ago. He, he, was the, he lives for it. He was I mean, the man of the match. Yeah, he was yep. outstanding. Uh, Makita Power Play nomination, and unfortunately it comes off the back of Australia bowing out of the World Cup. Uh, less said, best said about the overall performance. England just smashed us eight weeks. They win. did, they did. Too good, too good. Give what them credit where it's Steve due. Smith go well, though? Yeah, he was great. Uh, very unlucky to get run out the way he was and was on the verge of making 100, which wouldn't have won us the game, but it would have been a nice little way for him to mm. move into the ashes. But Alex Carey, I want to give him a big nod. He copped a, a, a nasty bouncer which pushed the helmet back into his chin and opened him up. I think he eight stitches. Was that early? in the game. Yeah, oh, I yeah. saw him batting and I thought he must have carried that over from no, previous game. In the game. In fact, the, the blow was was so, what I say, brutal. It was just so um, perfectly on the money that it knocked his helmet off. He had to, his helmet came off his head and he had the amazing reflexes to turn around and catch it before his helmet fell onto his stumps. Yeah, but well done, Alex Carey. Makita's cordless power garden tools power through the toughest of jobs. Makita when power means business. Uh, Badge, just have a little bit of a breather for a moment while you do that. We'll get stuck into this. 
Let's get a Racing Queensland update. Visit the Racing Queensland website to learn more. Yeah, time now on Sports Day for a Racing Queensland weekend preview. Uh, and don't forget, the TAB Northern Crown Series celebrates eight exciting race days. You can visit the Racing Queensland website to learn more about them. A man who's going to fill us in on uh, well, what's going on this weekend. There's some big races, I'm led to believe. Kobe O'Brien joins us on Sports Day. Welcome, Kobe. And uh, what's got you excited about the weekend, mate? Oh, mate, we head up to Mackay this weekend, headlined by the Mackay Cup Open Handicap, over 2,000 metres, worth $150,000. Bit of a prize money boost this year for the Cups, with uh, Mackay Newmarket, the big sprint race, also on the card. Sounds good. Now, what about a couple of the big chances? I know you're going to hit us up with uh, some of your best bets of the day later, but uh, a couple of the horses that uh, have got some good stories behind them and we should be keeping a close eye on. Well, there is two absolute truck specialists going in in the Cup. It's... uh, Balboa rocks for Daryl Hanson. Les Tilly takes a ride. That was last year's winner. Um, massive run in Rocky. Got back um, and flew home late in the in the um, in the wet there. And if the track uh, plays a little bit better, it's got um, it's going to have every chance. It's sure and wide, but it's going to suit the horse regardless. And interestingly, about Balboa rocks, after it won the Mackay Cup last year, it went on to win the, the listed Sunny Coast Cup uh, three runs later and come from near last at one hundred and fifty one dollars. But uh, there's also Fastnet Flyer, mm. who's trained by Glenda Bell. It's been placed in the last three Mackay Cups, winning in wow. 2017. Bobby Alyssa takes that ride. And you get you get 51 bucks for Fastnet Flyer and around the $20 for Balboa Rocks. Uh, the top weight, Bergerac has come up as a $2.90 favourite. And then you've got uh, Curl Chubb for Anderson Heathcote backing up from Rocky, which also had a big run. John Barry in nine, probably not the best. And my favourite runner in this race is the three prioritised. Ryan Wiggins rides for Steve Tregay. Uh Massive run in the eyeline of stakes. It's going to get back. The truck didn't suit at Rocky, but I think he'll be storming home later if he can get on the back of uh, get on the back of Balboa Rocks. Yeah, absolutely, Kobe. Uh, huge day there, clearly in Mackay. Looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds. Just before we let you go, any other little nuggets of gold? Some better bets of the day that you might want to steer us towards? I think the best bet of the day comes up in race four in the Class Six plate. Uh, Ozark gets in. It's an eighty-six Raider, but it gets in the plate condition, so. It's going to have that advantage there. Um, trained by it was trained by Cody Morgan down at Tamworth. It was a truck record breaker uh, last start at Muswell Brook, and it's got that really good form around uh, Sydney. Um, it won at Ramwick in April last year. Uh, runner up to a couple of really good group horses there. So I think if you can get if you can get a, maybe a little bit of a price about Ozark uh, number two in race four, Mackay, it's a pretty good bet. There you go. You heard it first from our man Kobe O'Brien. You can experience the thrill of racing at Racing Queensland's website. Uh, race four number two, Ozark. Have a little nibble and gamble responsibly. Hey Kobe, great stuff by you, mate. Enjoy the weekend. Uh, it's going to be a cracking day there in Mackay, and I look forward to catching up with you early next week to find out how it all went. Will do. Thank you very much. You're listening to Off The Bench for Kubota, Powering Australia and Bob Jane T-Marks, Tire and Wheel Specialists. Let's see who the lads like this weekend. It's Badge and Sats NRL Tips. Yeah, well, usually it's just Sats, but of course we've subbed him out tonight. And we've got Badge in, who's been tipping reasonably well. Just change that to Badge or Sats. Badge or Sats. <laughs> it never really seems to be the two of you in the same room at the same place at the same time. Now, hey, um, it is thanks to Kubota, their diesel generators, reliable, constant backup power you need when you need it most. And Bobby Jane T-Marts, Tyron Will Specialist. Uh, what's left in round 17, Badge? Let's start with three games Saturday 
I, I, I like this game. Good contest is uh, on the offing here, I reckon, between the Rabbitohs and the Seagulls. Who Similar continue, crowd will be there to, continue to fight the odds. Don't, no, I don't know if the numbers will be <laughs> the same. Uh, they could no. probably play this game five times. I'm not sure they'd get to the uh, 80-odd thousand. But what about Manly? I mean, not. I don't like the term flying under the radar at round 17, mm. but the, the season they're putting together, they've got the turbos back up, fit and firing. DCE, obviously, full of confidence. I mean, they're a, they're a little bit of a sleeper at the moment. They've won their last three, and the Rabbits have lost their last mm. four. Yep. So they desperately need a win. I'm, I'm just not sure how the Tavoyevic brothers will go backing up. Daly Cherry Evans as well. Um, big blow for the Bunnies, Sam Burgess. Out. Oh, he's out. Sam Burgess is out. So my Ooh. tip of the Rabbitohs, yeah. uh, I think I might have to change it. I'd... Shifting. Gee, this is a tough one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Seagulls. All right. Okay. Um, that is a big blow, though. You're right for the uh, the Bunnies. Hey, Broncos Warriors, can the Broncos continue on from where they left off last Sunday with that uh, hugely impressive win with a young side up against the Sharks? But uh, yeah, the Warriors travelling to Suncorp Stadium? Yes, uh, they can. I'm tipping them to do it. I reckon some of those young blokes are going to feel the pinch a little bit. They got so high and excited last week. You know, Farn- Farnworth and Coates... Uh, Second up blues, bench. you think, maybe. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, it might be a bit tricky, but yep. they've still got plenty of talent around them. And Milford is back. Back, back at fullback, Boyd to 5'8". So they bring Broncos. some experience in and uh, hopefully help those young guys through. Uh, the Storm and the Sharks. Look, we know it's about Cam Smith, but uh, beyond all the pomp and ceremony badge, there are two points to be won. Yes. A game of footy to be played. Who's winning? The Storm. Mm. They will come out absolutely fired up. And they the, don't the lose Sharks, milestone games, do they? No. And the Sharks are very slow starters. Mm. Just about every game this year they've been behind the eight ball and they can't kick a goal. No Gallon, no Graham. So they're going to have to, score, going to, have to score six tries to four yeah. and hope that they jag a f- one Storm, goal. Storm don't, uh, don't give up many points either, uh, notoriously. Anyway, we move to Sunday. Uh, Roosters-Cowboys. Roosters at, well, I was going to say at home, they're at the Central Coast Stadium this game. Yeah. Uh, but looking very strong with Luke Keary back in the in the fold and Jared yeah. Maria Hargreaves as well. Uh, Cordner and Tedesco not playing, named and told, n- never named, told to have a rest, which mm. is really good. Yep. But Joey Manu at the back doing a really good job for him yeah. as well. So yeah, I think the Roosters in there. Tigers Eels, big game as far as the top eight is concerned, this one. Be a real toss up for me. And it's Benji's, uh, back on that last game too, Gavin Cooper's yep. 300th, of course. And Benji's 300th in this game, Tigers versus Eels. And that will get them. Very excited. Oh, I've just got a feeling the Tigers have got something here for us. Although the, the, okay. the, the, the Eels, sorry. The Tigers put up a good showing against the Roosters last start. But um, oh, there's something about the Eels makes me keep going back there. And I'm, I'm going to go with Parramatta. All right. And just to round us out, your beloved Raiders. Raiders. Yeah, I know. But yeah, you it. might just give us a little explanation as to why. Taking on the Dragons, looking like to consolidate uh, Canberra there. Just they're the green the machine. <laughs> yeah, that's, his, that's it. That's, that's what it. you're leaving us with? Oh, well, I just, yeah. just think they're going to win anyway. I, I do. They've been pretty inconsistent, the Dragons. So hoping this is one of those inconsistent weekends, the bad ones. Before we go, what are we looking forward to this weekend? Badge, I'll let you have the floor here. Uh, the things that will have you parked on the couch this weekend of, in the world of sport. Yeah, a couple of small events coming up. The Wimbledon finals. <laughs> small. Uh, yeah. And who is playing in the women's? Uh, Simona Halep, Serena Williams. Well, that's a that's a biggie. Men, men's final, of course, to be decided. Yes. And uh, the World Cup. 
cricket yes. final. New Zealand and England. We've got to go for the Kiwis. We're all Kiwis on Sunday we night, aren't we? Go Kane Williamson. We're only separated by a small body of water. We're ba- they're basically a state of Australia. So we'll count it. And there are a lot of Kiwis who think that too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, but we're with you all the way. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm in the same boat. I I hope the Kiwis... Look, they were were there in 2015. Uh, We beat them in the final. So they're a fun side to watch. Uh, They deserve a little success. And I know we're sort of... And more so. Anything anti-POM. That's it. (laughs) Exactly right. Who wants England to win? But Kubota and Bob Jane, T-Marts. We'll catch you same time next week here on Off the Bench.